Welcome, welcome. We're back. Got a good friend here with us today uh, from California, now a Texan, and uh, from all over. Officially a Texan, that's there right. There you go. And uh, so we're welcoming a friend, uh, Rick Fuentes. Rick, you, how Leonard. on earth are you doing, brother? I'm doing fantastic, Leonard. Thank you so much. I'm honored to be here visiting with you, brother. Uh, we go way back, you and I, and, and uh, um, I appreciate being here and, and excited to to talk to you and tell my story, you know, and uh, uh, leave a little bit of history with you here. There you go, man. You know, that's, yeah. that, you know, how you been, though? I'm doing fantastic, you know. Uh, you know, I've been, uh, of course, uh, my name is Rick Fuentes. I have a band called Brown Express. Um and I've been doing okay, you know, surviving. I'm a musician. That's all I do is uh, music. Um, that is my career. That's how I make a living. And it's been a little tough lately with the pandemic and all that going on. But, you know, I'm, we're, I'm keeping it going. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had a, I say, a legitimate job? <laughs> you know, I had one job, a legitimate job uh, at McDonald's when I was uh, in high school. I got a job at McDonald's. I worked one day. And at the end of that day, the lady manager told me, "Don't." I had long hair back then in the '80s, late '80s. Everybody had uh, long hair. That was the in thing. And she said, "Don't come back until you cut your hair." I said, "Well, can I just put it in a bun or in a you know tie or something?" She said, "No." So I never went back. I wasn't gonna cut my hair for. <laughs> Did they pay you for, for that day? I don't know, man. You know what? I need to go and and, and find out if uh, McDonald's owes me some some yeah, some interest. Interest, man. I yeah. tell you what, you can get burgers for free for, for life. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Not with the cost of them nowadays. I know that's right. No, Rick, it's that you know. Uh, how did you wind up in 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 first in Austin, Texas, and now you're you're uh, out in the country? You know, um, I used to play. L- l- yeah. Let me begin by saying uh, my dad had a band called Brown Express in the seventies, late seventies, early eighties. Uh-huh. A lot of people uh, remember back then it was Chicano music, and right. they were based out of uh, San Jose, California. My dad uh, was born in Brownsville, Texas. That's where Brown Express came from. Uh, uh, that's where the name came from. He was from Brownsville. My, my mom was. Uh, is from Harlingen, Texas. I didn't know that. They migrated to, yeah, my mom is El Valle. Yo soy del Valle. I'm yeah. by Yuko. Yeah, right. <laughs> and they uh, they moved to, uh, migrated to California in the 60s, and I was born uh, in, in, after that. I wasn't yeah. born in the 60s. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say what year exactly, but it wasn't the 60s. It wasn't the 80s no, either. It wasn't right? the 80s either. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I, my dad had that band, Brown Express, and um, he had an accordion player que se llamaba Chavela. Chavela, she used to play the accordion. Um, they were very popular in the late 70s. They played a lot around here and, and uh, around California, all over the United States, you know. They had a song que se llamaba La Máquina 501. That was their their, their song. first hit. That was their song. It was uh, their first recording. Y pegó, pegó. And um, they toured all over the country, and uh, uh, they had an accident, unfortunately, Brown Express. They had just finished recording the uh, recording on their last album at uh, Freddie Records, Uh and uh, they were on the way back home to California. They were going to stop in Phoenix and Odessa, Texas, and Phoenix and California. They were heading back home, and they suffered an, a rollover accident. And my dad and, and the guitar player, Ruben Rubio, they were killed. This was in 1983. And uh, I was uh, about 12 years old, 11, 12 years old, and uh, I already played keyboards. I knew all the Brown Express songs already as, as a kid. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been playing. Uh, my dad's friends tell me that uh, before I could walk, I was already banging on the piano, you yeah. know, that I could play before I could walk, you know. <laughs> but um, so when my father passed away, may he rest in peace, um, he, uh, everybody told me, pues ahora sigues tú, ahora tienes, you have to follow in his footsteps. You, you gotta, you're going to have to continue Brown Express one day, you know. And I thought to myself, how am I going to do that? I'm just a kid. I don't know, know anybody, you know. And 
But um, a few years after that, when I was around 14, uh, I was called to do a gig I in San Jose at Maria's Club. That was my very first gig. Paying Maria, gig. Paying gig, that's right. And, How uh, much did you make? $40. Oh. Hey, that's not bad for a 14-year-old kid. I mean, you know. Yeah. And um, <laughs> so, yeah, you know, the reason why these guys knew I played was because uh, my, my grandparents had their 50th anniversary in 1985. And uh, the band that was playing was Grupo 101. They were from California. They were ex uh, members of Brown Express, Ramon Flores, Joe Sanchez, uh, Pancho, uh, and then these gentlemen, uh, Mike Carmona on, on, on drums. And uh, uh, they, I got up and played a song at my grandparents' anniversary. I got up and played a song with them. On on what instrument? On the keyboard. On, on the, the keyboard, keyboard yeah. okay. And it was a song. They had just released an album, so I had learned all their songs. And uh, I played one song, and they were impressed, I guess, because a few weeks later they called me and Someone called me, hey, tenemos una tardeada, este, ven a, ven a tocar unas canciones, you know, tocamos unas dos, tres horas ahí, and I'm like, I don't know any songs, all I know are Brown Express songs, and, ah, no le hace, no le hace, tú nomás vente, they, they must have been desperate, you know, they must have been desperate, so, no sure enough, CM. right, sure enough, you know, I went, and, you know, um, and it's funny because I, you know, uh, I would say that I think I had a pretty good ear because I re they would hum me the song right before we were there at the gig. Mm -hmm. I remember they would hum me, okay, estas, uh, 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 what is it? Sufriendo Sufriendo Pena. Yeah. And they would hum it to me, okay, this is in G, and it goes like this. I'm right there, man, by ear, man, lo saque. Yeah. And I, okay, let's do it. One, two, that, that, that. And um, so, uh, yeah, so that was my first gig there at Maria's Club. And, yeah. and uh, uh, after that, um, when I was around 17, 18, Chavela called me. Now, Chavela continued her band after Brown Express. She continued Chavela y su grupo Express. Mm -hmm. Decían La Reina del Acordeón. And she was very successful. She had a, a lot of hits. And they toured all over Mexico and the United States. And she was doing really well. And, and this was when? In the 80s? This was in 1989. 89, yeah. Okay. So I was 18 years old. Uh -huh. And... Uh, I started playing with Chavela and I was excited. Like it was a dream gig for me. I mean, I was taking over, taking my dad's place and, you know, uh, got to meet all of my dad's friends. I got to tour all over the country and, yeah. you know, I was just a kid, you know. And uh, we played, I played with Chavela for three years, four years. In 1992, October of 92, we were doing a photo shoot um, in, in Milpitas, California, right outside uh, San Jose. And uh, we we wanted to do it estilo rancho because uh, that kind of music was hitting. Uh, 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 banda music was hitting at the time mm -hmm. in the early '90s in California, so we went kind of the banda direction and did the. But it was electronic banda. They were doing it with the keyboards, you know, right. kek, kek, mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. And uh, so um, we wanted to do the concept was banda, so we did a, a photo shoot con unos caballos in un rancho and. She was on a horse, and well, long story short, the horse got scared and took off running, and, and she fell off of the horse. And unfortunately, she passed away a, a week later, right? Wow. Um, she had injuries that, that uh, you know, she, she didn't survive. And mm -hmm. uh, after she passed away, I come to find out that uh, uh, may she rest in peace, Chavelita. She was like a, a big sister to me. Uh, I found out that Ruben Ramos was coming to play in San Jose in L.A. and, and, uh, and Modesto, California. And uh, I knew them through Oscar Garcia, a mutual friend of ours. May he rest in peace. He's from Midland, Texas, my brother Oscar. 
he introduced me to he Oscar would hang out with little Joe y toda la palomilla de little Joe yeah. cuando iban para San Jose all the time you know Skeeter Joe mm -hmm. Rat uh, <laughs> you know uh, Pancho you know all, B. Gonzalez all these guys you know the, the, the old guys back in the day. yeah yeah <laughs> and uh, so um, well as a matter of fact uh, uh, when little Joe would go play over there Oscar would take me and I got to get up on stage and play with little Joe when I was 16, 17 years old. I started mm -hmm. playing accordion con, when Joe, every time he would go out there and that was exciting for me as a kid, yeah. you know? And so through Skeeter, Oscar found out that, that I guess Skeeter asked if, if there was a keyboard player over there in San Jose who could take Joe Ramos's place. Cause Joe Ramos, Ruben's brother couldn't make that week that we couldn't make it that weekend to, to California because they were going to be gone for two weeks. And mm -hmm. Joe worked for the state of Texas right. at the time. So, uh, long story short, Skeeter me mandó cassettes and, you know, a CD of, of all of Ruben's music. And I learned it. I, I learned, you know, I pretty much learned all the songs and... Um, Went to the uh, woodshed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, Joe Ramos at the time, he would play the guitar with his left hand and the accordion parts with his right hand right. at the same time. Mm -hmm. Well, I learned how to do that as a kid, too, because I had a double, double keyboard, a Hammond organ at my house when I was a kid growing up. So I kind of used to do that, too. So I was used to that. Yeah. And uh, so I, that's what I did. And they were really impressed. You know, here's this 20-year-old uh, kid, you know, 21-year-old kid doing, you know, doing those parts. And uh, I wish I could do it now. <laughs> well, you probably <laughs> can. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, so we, uh, uh, Joe Ramos went, uh, could, didn't make it. So Ruben Ramos went and played over there. Long story short, me vine para atrás con ellos. You know, oh. I came back because P. Gonzalez and Melinda Hernandez mm -hmm. were going to, were forming the band Sister Sister. Right. With Melinda and, and, and her sister. And Pat, right? Yeah. And so Pete Gonzalez was was trying to put a band together. So Pete told Ruben, hey, you know, te lo puedes traer para atrás, and we're forming a band here. And then I guess Ruben got suckered into hiring me to join Ruben's band because uh -huh. I ended up staying in Ruben's band for a couple of years, you know. And, and uh, Yeah, yeah. Well, I played for two years with Ruben. Uh -huh. In 93, I came over here March of 93, 1994, toqué con Ruben. In 95, I joined Fandango USA, Valde Muñoz, Hugo Guerrero, mm -hmm. and Fandango USA, the Charanga Kings. Oh, okay. And I played with them for two years, and then uh, I came back. They were in the Valley. I decided I wanted to come back to Austin where my family was, and uh, I moved back to Austin and uh, played with Ruben for, shoot, 25 years, you yeah, know. And, yeah. and, and I really enjoyed that. I was, um, I got to learn a lot about the business through Skeeter. Skeeter taught me a lot about uh about how to how to run you know a, a band and stuff like that the music and, business yeah, yeah yeah and before I knew it you know I was uh, Ruben's right hand man and got to you know uh, drive the bus book the band <laughs> produce the music uh, you know I was doing everything for Ruben yeah and, yeah. <clears throat> and how, how did you get into uh, into arranging you know as to uh, you know, you know. Uh, well, uh, a friend of mine let me borrow an old keyboard, a, a, a Korg M1. It had an eight-track sequencer. It's a music workstation, right? Mm -hmm. And it had eight tracks, and uh, and I kind of learned through there how to arrange. And and you know, I've been just I arranged my first song when I was 16 years old. I arranged my first song. Really? And uh, I've been I've been arranging ever you since. Have, do you still have it? Recorded? I don't have that key. I don't. I wish I did. It was <laughs> it was way over the top. Yeah. It's funny because you know when when I first started arranging, I would do everything over the top. Mm -hmm. Like I wanted to prove something. Like right. I could do this. And there, there were horrible arrangements. <laughs> you know, it's just way <laughs> too much. <laughs> yeah, it was way too much. Way too much. You couldn't dance to it. There were too many, too much going on. Too busy. Yeah. But um, that's how you learn, right? You know, you learn from yep. from experience. And uh, and I've been fortunate. I've I've produced uh, uh, many albums. I have uh, many albums under my belt now. Con Ruben Ramos, I've produced for other artists. I've arranged. 
for the artists. I did a lot of recordings in the '90s called Gilbert Velasquez, uh, who's a who's you know, in my opinion, the number one Tejano music producer there is in La Onda. You know, he he's very successful, well, Grammys, many Grammys, and and uh, I learned a lot from him. And he would hire people like me, Joel, Gabriel Zavala. Uh, uh, Jerry de la Rosa, que descanse en paz. He would hire us to do the arrangements for him, mm-hmm. and um, uh, that's I, I learned a lot there and got a lot of experience. I got to arrange music for Laura Canales, for Ram, for Desperados, for I mean all kinds of bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I got a lot of experience. Uh, I got to to learn a lot about arranging through Gilbert Velasquez, mm-hmm. and um, and I've been doing that ever since. And you know, uh, you got your own studio. Yeah, yeah, I have a little little studio at home, and you're busy. I'm very busy. Yes, I yeah. have a lot of work. Gracias a Dios, you know. Uh, around four years ago, I left uh, Ruben Ramos to bring back Brown Express. Mm-hmm. I meant to do that many years ago, yeah. uh, but but you know, God had other plans. Uh, we had a lot of successes. We got we had we won a Grammy with Ruben Ramos. Uh, won you know many different awards and mm-hmm. stuff. So so I had, I had a good run with Ruben, and I'm still there. I'm still producing Ruben, and, yeah. and, and I still drive whenever I go on the road with him every now and then. And <laughs> <laughs> so so. Uh, you know, uh, it's it's uh, it's been a long long road, and yeah. now I have my band Brown Express, and yeah. we're trying to. I'm just trying to make my mark and just no, do it, and, and, and you know. And you you've made your mark, Rick. You know, as far as you know, uh, I you know, being in the industry, you you hear people you know talking and weedy weedy and all this stuff, and it's all positive, man. Yeah, thank you. You know, it's the. Um, I mean, you you produced my that's right. You know, that's right. My, my last CD mm-hmm. is the you and Gilbert Velasquez. That's right. I, I must say, mm-hmm. and uh, no, I um, it's it's something. I mean, just watching you and seeing how how uh, precise you are with what you do. As to it's like that commercial, you want to put your name on your product, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, you do it well. Yeah, thank you. Este, yeah, so este, oye, and uh, your family, how many, how many kids you got? I have five kids, uh, five kids, and, and uh, they are uh, grown up. Um, I have my, my oldest, uh, Viviana, and, and, and my daughter, Diana, and Ricky. Uh, they're from my first marriage. And then I have two children, uh, Aurora and Stefan, tan, tan chiquitos todavía. Well, Aurora is a senior this year. Yeah. Stefan, <laughs> Stefan's 11 years old, but... Uh, 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 I have beautiful kids. I'm very yeah, proud of yeah. them. Now, one uh, of them's one, a doctor, that's no? That's right. My daughter, Diana, she graduated medical school last year. And um, she is an OBGYN in Albuquerque, New Mexico. And, and uh, wow. I'm really proud of her. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, just graduated last year. and uh, Proud and, daddy. Yeah, and, and my oldest, she's uh, uh, works for, she's an uh, investigator for the Department of Defense. And she oh. was in the military for eight years. Very proud of her. And my son Ricky is doing really good. He's a businessman. Studied studied business. And wow. I I think he's doing so well. He doesn't even work. <laughs> I don't think he has to work. So <laughs> they're doing way better than 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 I ever did. And, and that's and what so, we want. Yeah, that's right. That's you know, right. That's, that's what right. we want. We want him to do. Yeah. You know, have a better life. That's right. That's that's right. Did you enjoy your time on the road, man? You know. Uh, I, you know. I, I know being on the road. 25 years with Ruben. Yeah. I did enjoy it. Um, do I enjoy it now? Oh, not as much. Yeah. Not as much. I, I, I am. I'd rather go I, watch a movie. Yeah, I'd rather <laughs> stay home. Well, you know, um, I, I've been there and done that. Yeah. You know, um, you know, I got to travel all over the world with Ruben. We got to go to Japan. We went to Hawaii, went to Europe, Denmark, Belgium. You know, we, I, I got to. 
I was there when with Ruben when Tejano was hitting back yeah. in the 90s. There mm -hmm. was a time that Ruben Ramos and Gato Negro, nobody could touch that man. There was yeah. a time. And, and I got to be right there next to him by his side when yeah. and experience all that and experience uh, the fans and the, and the fame and the fortune and all that. I got to be a part of it. So, you know, been there, done that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, gosh, I, I've, been, I've been blessed, you know. And I think uh, I'm ready to just relax and, you know, uh, stay home, make music. Uh, I, I love Tejano music. Mm -hmm. That's why I moved to, to Texas because, uh, you know, Tejano music is in my blood. Yeah. And um, that's why I'm doing it. I'm just doing it for the music. Do any of your, you your children uh, play an instrument? Or? Thank God, no. No? <laughs> <laughs> no. No. Actually, my son, Stefan, well, they all sing. They all have music in them. Aurora, she's in choir. She sings. And mm -hmm. Stefan, my, uh, he's starting junior high school. Uh, this here next week in a yeah. couple of weeks and um, they are he's gonna he's in a he's in the sixth grade and he's taking a violin and he's gonna he's in the mariachi program he's gonna be a little oh, little mariachi yeah, guy <laughs> so you know wow yeah I'm proud of him got Rick Fuentes with us uh, uh, musician extraordinaire and producer and just a great guy and uh, you know good people and a friend and uh, we're here talking about uh, Rick's, you know, uh, life in the in the music industry. Este, oye, Rick, uh, mm -hmm. right now you're doing some projects with, with uh, who, who are you doing projects well, with? Well, I have a whole bunch of projects uh, I'm working on now. Um, I have uh, uh, Noel Hernandez from uh, uh, Salt Lake City. I have uh, Vicente Martinez from Colorado. Um, Cali Tech's band, which is Ramon Flores and Rosie and Mickey, they are from, uh, Ramon Flores used to sing the original singer with Brown Express, Cantaba con Chavela, era la segunda voz de Chavela. I'm working on their album right now, and um, I have several projects there uh, in the works that I'm working on. And um, uh, My new album, my, my fourth album I'm working on with uh, Rick Fuentes and Brown Express, um, that's going to be coming out here really soon before the end of, of the year. También. Uh -huh. no, now, now uh, you also did uh, 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 gospel. Uh, yes. CD, no? Yes. Uh huh. Mr. Uh, Leonel uh, from the Valley. Leonel Guerra. Leonel Guerra. He uh, came to me last year with some songs and said, hey, you know, he wanted somebody to produce these Christian songs that he wrote. And he wanted to do them, you know, Tejano style, Chicano, you know, boleros, uh, mm -hmm. rancheras and stuff. And, uh, so, um, I, gosh, I was so blessed to run into this man who, who, uh, who, who, you know, came came into my life at at, at the perfect time, and uh, we produced an album together, and and I'm featured on there, singing most of the songs, but we also got Tony Barragan singing on it, Shelly Lares, Ruben Ramos, um, a whole bunch of artists on there. Don't remember all of them uh, right right now, but um, uh, Alex Rojo's singing on it on it as well. And I'm working on an album with Alex Rojo. I mean, he's from uh, California. And um, this album just came out, and um, I'm excited about it. Um, uh, I hope that uh, hope to be blessed. You know, we did it f yeah. for the Lord. You know, right, we right. did it because, uh, you know, the Lord's always been there for us on the road. Gosh, you yeah. know, we've been on the road for so many years, and he's always protected us. And we've we've, we've always made it home safe, you know. We've seen a lot of stuff on the road, too. That's right. Uh, That's right. As to, yeah, you know, sometimes you say, Thank you, Jesus, for not letting me get there mm -hmm. two minutes sooner or something, you know. That's right. As to, yeah, and uh, no, there's a, let me ask you something, you know, in your travels, as to places that you've been, uh, is there any place that you really, really like that you'd like to go back oh. to, visit, good, to visit? To visit? I would like to go back to Copenhagen, uh, uh, Germany. Uh, uh, I mean, Denmark. Denmark. We, yeah. we played at the Roskilde Festival back in... Um, 
2006, Roskilde Festival was this huge festival in Europe, mm-hmm. in Roskilde, uh, Denmark, and um, it, um, gosh, it holds hundreds, hundred thousand. There was 120,000 people out there, five or six different stages, humongous mm-hmm. venue, humongous, and uh, we played with a lot of bands there from all around the world, and um, it was it was awesome. We had an awesome time. And we got to walk downtown Copenhagen, and we got to visit Belgium and stuff. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'd like to go back to Europe one day. I think uh, uh, that's actually in the works. I've talked to um, the same promoter who took us out there. He's interested in bringing my band. So All we're right. hoping to go yeah. go out there here really soon. Um, we also, Get your passports. Yep, yep, yep. And uh, we also got to play Japan a couple of times and, and got to visit Osaka, um, Okinawa, Japan. We played out there um uh, some years back as well, and mm-hmm. it was awesome. It, it's pretty awesome. And the people uh, accept the music. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, you know, well Japan was more like uh, we played for the we played at the Kadena Air Force Base. So eran puros yeah. tejanos, uh-huh. you know, yeah, puro yeah. people from McAllen, <laughs> Dallas, right. uh, San Antonio, <laughs> puros tejanos, you know, people like that that love tejano music. Marines out there. That's right. And, you know, it's, yeah, That's right. I, I went to Okinawa. I was in Okinawa mm-hmm. for a few days. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that that was a lot of fun, too, mm-hmm. to see the whole different type of culture, you know, a whole different way of thinking, you know. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Uh, it's pretty interesting. And, and it's great when you go somewhere else where you get people from home. You yeah. Know? I mean, and, oh, and, yeah. and Texas to a lot of, you know, this yeah. is home. You yeah, know? yeah. You know, it's funny you say that because when we did the Roskilde Festival, um, there's nothing but, you know, uh, uh, there were hardly, hardly any Hispanics, uh, obviously, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. but... You know, there was a group of about five guys that were sitting, that were in front, right there at the crowd. Ah, there must have been about 20 people in the crowd, you know, and we could hear them yelling, hey, DF, Palos del DF, Palos del DF. You know, like, hey, Mexico, they're from Mexico, Mexico. City, you know. Yeah. Hey, ¿Qué pasa? You know, they, they talk. ¿Qué trans? Hijo, tocanos una cumbia. You know, the way they're talking Spanish. Like, yeah. yeah, so we, we kind of related to them, and, and uh, that was a lot of fun to see people from, from Mexico City there in Roskilde. Uh, Denmark was pretty interesting. Uh-huh. And uh este, no, there was something else I wanted to ask you. Este, uh, how, how was your flight? Which one? Sales. Sales, we're not talking about that flight. No. <laughs> I was going to ask you that when you came in. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. No, but um yeah, it's um it's crazy, Rick. You know mm-hmm. the, the this music business. It's you know we 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 start off doing it because we enjoy it, mm-hmm. and then you find out that it costs you money yeah. to for your hobby, and then you when it's a hobby, then it becomes your business. Yeah. You know, and yeah. nowadays, you know uh, when when I started, you know there was a lot of full time bands, man. You know, I mm-hmm. mean, oh yeah, Agustin Ramirez, Romon Telongo. Sonny, you know the Royal Jesters. Uh, I mean, guys. I mean, all over. Yeah. As the uh, Tiny Mori. <laughs> Tiny Mori, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, as the uh, yeah. So no, there there was a lot of lot of bands that down in the valley, man. Mm-hmm. You know, Los Unicos and Bio and all, all Fabulosos these guys. And, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so um, but times times have changed. What, what do you think it was? You think it's the the social media the you know, there there are a lot of factors. Um, some people want to blame the radio stations. Okay, went. You know, uh, it's no longer Tejano. That the you know, the this you know, uh, the Mexican genre, Mexican regional is taking over, and you know, stuff like that. You know, um, 
I think, you know, seasons change, you know, people change. And, and I think that the people who love Tejano music, the real hardcore Tejano music, the old school ones, you know, Little Joe and Ruben Ramos, yeah. Agustin, you know, the old school Tejano, even Mas and, and these guys, you know, Mafia, you know, and these guys that are, that are that have been around since the 70s and 80s. Um, the people that, you know, follow that, but, you know, they've gotten older and they're grandparents now mm -hmm. and they stay home with the grandkids. They don't yeah. go to dances anymore. And nowadays, you know, uh, the dances aren't that great because you can watch a band on YouTube. You don't have to go yeah. to a dance or mm -hmm. you don't have to buy their music. You can listen to it for free on YouTube or Spotify or whatever, you know. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, you know, social media has affected um, our industry. Um, but, you know, uh, the a lot of these Tejano bands that are still playing right now, they're basically surviving off their legacy. Yeah. You know, yeah. like Ruben Ramos, you know, they still work. Little Joe, they still play because cause they're legends. Yeah. And, um, you know, their music's never going to get old, you know. Um, but it is tough for the new guys, for the new bands. It is really tough. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, all, all I can say is just keep going, you know. that that's That's what I'm doing. I mean, I've been blessed, you know. I, I don't play a whole lot, you know. Uh, the pandemic really really hurt yeah. our industry. You know, I'll tell you, uh, you know, for I re released this album in uh, 2019 that ever since I moved to Texas, I had a dream to to bring back Brown Express and, and uh, to re-record my dad's songs that Que Le Pegaron Con Brown Express, re-record them with Tejano artists, artists, you know, with, with artists that are that are established, such as Shelly Lattice, you know. I talked to Shelly, shoot, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, I talked to Shelly. I said, Shelly, I, I want to do this album for Brown Express, and I want to bring back some of the songs. I want you to sing a song with me, one of the songs Chavela sang. Oh, yeah, I would love to. I told her 25 years ago. <laughs> yeah, Penas, in 2019, I did an album called Tribute with my band, and it's a two-disc, 20-song album, and I brought back all the songs that Brown Express had uh, had made Popular, famous, mm -hmm, you know, songs yeah. like Pilares de Cristal, Máquina Quintos Uno, Reito de Luna, a whole right. bunch of songs that, that uh, Brown Express had recorded and, and got airplay. And I recorded them in 2018 to re be released 2019, and I have all these artists on there, like Little yeah. Joe, Ruben Ramos, Roberto Pulido, Gary Hobbs, AJ Castillo, David Ligarza, Cesar Martinez, it just a whole Savannah Ocean, a whole mm -hmm. bunch of artists. Um, I can't name them all right now, but... But uh, Arturo Montes, the late Arturo Montes, one of my favorite vocalists, may he rest in peace. And uh, I re released this album in 2019. I was really excited. We had uh, gigs lined up all over the country. I was going to Florida, Michigan, Chicago, Ohio, Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona, New Mexico. We were had gigs lined up, mm -hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, and we were going to do a tribute tour. And I had the artwork ready. We were playing at Fanfare on Thursday. We played at Fanfare. It was Thursday, March 12th or something like that, 2019. Uh, and on that 13, Monday, we were going to release. On that Monday, we were going to release our our uh, our tour tribute oh, tour. Uh, the so. CD had already come out. We were going to release our tribute tour, and I was really proud of it to show that we were going to be all over the country, and you know we we're gonna you know uh, you know butt. make our mark. We we're gonna <laughs> yeah. make our mark in the country and and show them this new album with all these wonderful legends artists on on mm -hmm. on the album. We played Thursday night on Friday. They canceled Fanfare, the Hunter Music Fanfare, TTMA fanfare, uh, fanfare. They canceled it that Friday because of the COVID. COVID. And next thing you knew, next thing we knew, everything was canceled. Everything yeah. for the rest of the year. And of course, everybody knows what happened after yeah. that. So that was a pretty tough pill to swallow. You know, it took a lot of work. It took two years for me to record that album, and it, it was it was a tough one. It was a tough one to swallow. But uh, we're still here. You know, yeah. 
I released, uh, you know, I, my first album we did in 2017, self-titled Rick Fuentes and Brown Express. And then uh, I was fortunate to uh, uh, to have recorded a, to film the live DVD with uh, Abraham Quintanilla. Mm-hmm. Uh, he asked me, hey, you want to come record a DVD and we'll put it on the market cell? I said, heck yeah, you know, and, and I was very happy that Abraham had faith in me. And, mm-hmm. and uh, of course, I've known Abraham and their family for, for many years. And uh, so we released that DVD and then we released it as a CD as well as an mm-hmm. audio CD, live in concert, you know. And then, of course, this tribute album came out after that. And I have a new album coming out called uh, First Class, and it should be coming out shortly after this uh, right. podcast is released. Uh, it's, it's titled First Class, and I have First some really class. good stuff, really good stuff on yeah, there. Tejano? Tejano. I, I don't think yeah. I'm going to... I think I'm going to stick to Tejano, the hardcore Tejano, because there mm-hmm. are still Tejano fans out there that yeah. like authentic, mm-hmm. real hardcore, that kind of Tejano that makes you want to do a grito, you yeah, know, with yeah. the, the thing that has that feel, you know. and, and uh, So, um, oh, yeah. yeah, it's going to be a good one. No, I think... Uh, you do good work, Rick. You know, you. like uh, you know, when you d- did my tunes, you know, it was uh, I told you, gave you an idea, and man, you sure. took you took it off, and I mean, you came up with some fantastic arrangements. Thank you. It's a lot of work on it, and and I know that takes a, a lot of time. Yeah, you know, it 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 does, but you know, um, but you know, throughout the years, I've learned uh, what not to do mm-hmm. when arranging music. You know. I remember when I first started arranging music in in the '90s. I would arrange a song, <coughs> excuse me. I would uh, do an intro one way, and then I would change it, change it again. I didn't like it because I wanted it to be perfect. You know, yeah, when yeah. it comes to my music, I'm kind of a perfectionist. It has to be perfect. You know, right. and uh, uh, now I think uh, you know, with my experience, I just know what not to do. I know what's not going to work, so <laughs> I just go with what I feel, and it usually works. Mm-hmm. You know, but but uh, now I, I have a question. You know, I remember one time we were talking, and uh, you were telling me that you grew up con los tigres del norte. Yeah, the, uh, how, how 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 was that? I well, mean, you know, the Tigres did they influence you, you know. The, yeah, you know, I did. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, the Tigres. So so back in the seventies when Brown Express was hitting, uh, you know, the three bands that were popular back then in California were Tigres del Norte, Los Humildes, and and Brown Express, and, and they used to tour together. And you know, I just remember being around them as a child. My dad taking me hanging out with them. You know, they were friends of my dad's, and, and we hung out. And then. Uh, when I joined Chavela, well, Chavela was married to Eduardo Hernandez, Los Tigres del Norte, and, you know, I was at their house. I got to spend holidays right. with them. I got to, to hang out with, with, with all of them, you know, and and they know me as Ricky. <laughs> Little Any, Ricky. And, anybody that calls me Ricky, uh, I know that they knew me as a, as a child, you know, and, and, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, you know, I, I got to hang out with the Tigres. I even did a, a recording with them one time uh, with their producer, Enrique Franco. We did... We did. Uh, we went to Menlo Park, California, and recorded this. Uh, they were working on this intro that the Tigres were going to use uh, 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 for, for their show, and we we did an intro. Yeah, interesting. All right. That's yeah. Well, so you've done a you've done a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I've know, been around. Yeah, <laughs> you, you've got a you got a good resume. Yeah, thank you. And thank uh, I've been blessed. Well, Rick, uh, Mira, I really thank you for coming in and doing this with us. And I mean, I, I've enjoyed it, man. I, you know, I've known you, but I. There's some things that I didn't know, you know, mm-hmm. este, pero um, adelante, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I just want to let everybody know to uh, continue continue supporting La Onda Tejana or Tejano music. You know, let, let's not let's not let it get lost. Let's keep it going. We have to keep, it's our duty to keep it alive. You know, when you're out, when you're cleaning the house on Sundays, play some Little Joe on the radio, play some Ruben Ramos, some Brown Express, you know, street some street people, people you know. 
play some some old school Tejano because the kids do listen to it. The kids do like it. Yeah. You just gotta play it for them to hear. You you have to play it, or, or they're not, or they're gonna just listen to and like what's what's on the radio. You know what 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 they what's being played now. But but just you know, I just want to ask everybody to keep our music going. This is our culture. This is this our heritage. You know, and, and just ask that we keep it going. Rick, I thank you. Thank you, brother. God it's a bless pleasure, you, brother. Pass the word on. Adios.